Welcome to The Tribe is Spoken, an unofficial tribal rant podcast for the long-running CBS reality series Survivor. I'm Michelle. And I'm Mike. And tonight we're podcasting Survivor Second Chances Cambodia, Season 31, Episode 10. And we had a double episode tonight, like Selling Your Soul to the Devil and My Wheels Are Spinning. This aired on Wednesday, November 25th, which was the night before Thanksgiving, and it was a long episode, so we're, um, we didn't even get to finish it that night, and we're running a few days behind getting it up, so we're sorry about that. Um, but we had Thanksgiving and got to get together with all of our family and had a really nice time. We hope all you did, too. Yeah, we had a great Thanksgiving. It was wonderful. Um, Great day. Yeah, it really was. To recap last week, Wigglesworth went home. Wigglesworth went home, and we see that uh, Tasha was upset because she was left out of the blind side, and the voting block dynamic continues. Jeremy is explaining why he flipped to her. I think he came back to camp and felt like he needed to do some damage control. But he's he's doing his best. I, I would have thought that would have put a huge target on Jeremy flipping like that. But it didn't. It didn't seem to at all. No. That's kind of surprising. But we go into the intro and we come back and it's raining and raining and everybody's all gross and Oh, the rain's definitely demoralizing the tribe for yeah. sure. And and yeah, it's mentally hard on them, but physically it's hard on them. You can see their hands and their feet all mm-hmm. puckered up and white and swollen, waterlogged. Yeah, cold, wet, and hungry is no way to operate for sure. But Keith isn't complaining. Keith's not complaining. He said he can keep he can keep going. He said he ain't gonna starve to death. He's sitting there with his um, little tarp jacket over his head, held yep. over his head, saying. He could do this for 50 days. Yep. He says, people ask him if Survivor's fun. He said, nope, a cruise is fun, playing golf's fun, but Survivor ain't no fun. Yep. He, he was funny this time. I don't know if that's just what they're showing us or if he's just kind of coming into his own. But He's all business. He's there to win a million dollars. That's what he's there for. He is. Uh, we go into the reward challenge, and the rain is just ridiculous. It's literally like someone's pouring out of a bucket on top of these people, and it looks cold, and they're acting like it's cold. And uh, The reward's going to be shelter, warmth, food, and a circus atmosphere for them. They're divided into two teams, Tasha, Abby, Joe, Sierra, and Spencer, versus Jeremy, Fishbot, Wentworth, Kimmy, and Keith. But... We've talked about this before. Um, it's a violent challenge. It's it's definitely a physical challenge, and any time you, you put men and women on this level playing field in a physical challenge, I mean, it's just, it's really not fair. It's not fair, and when it first started, it seemed like the guys were going after the guys and the girls were going after the girls as far as preventing them from... You know, so making their it's way not the down. way it ended up. No, it didn't. Joe was pushing girls down. Keith was riding Tasha's shoulders, and yeah, it, it was ugly. It yeah. was um, it was it was rough to watch. But you know, isn't it kind of the same as you know pitting some uh, some some person who's not as smart maybe with with somebody who super it's, intelligent? I don't think it's the same thing. At all. <laughs> Just trying. No. I'm trying to find some kind of. No. Some kind of explanation for doing that. Why do you do that on Survivor? Please don't do that anymore. Don't put women in um, uh, hands-on tackling situations with men. That's not, that ain't cool. No, and I think it puts the, 
we're we're complaining about the guys, but I think it puts them in a bad situation because they've got their group, their, uh, you know, the people that they're put together with for this challenge who want to win the challenge. So if they don't go after whoever is there, then, then what? Then they're, you know, not playing as hard as they can play. Well, but if they do, do go after them then you're looked at as, as like a bully. And in physically. a team dynamic, you exploit the other team's weakness. And if the other team's weakness is a frail female, then guess what? Yeah. I don't know. It makes me uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to watch. And um, I just, I, I, I don't like them playing I don't, that way. I don't either. I I never have. This isn't a new thing. We've seen this many times. It's not just the guy on girl. It's just the violence. I like it a whole lot better when when they're doing challenges that are stamina or if it's physical, it's team against team, not team member against the, the other team member where it's that real physical thing. We see it all the time, and I, I'm uncomfortable with it. But um, Tasha scores the winning point, and before they even get in the boat to take him away, Sierra is talking about the advantage. Man, yeah. she is just, she's saying this yep. is an advantage. She has to take advantage of this. She she's needs to get definitely dry. in game mode, yeah. Yep. She's staying she in game playing mode. playing the game. She played a hard game, Sierra did. She did. She she played the game, and she, um, I, I think I mentioned, I mean, she wasn't one of my favorites, but, man, she was playing the game. I mean, you can't. You can't uh, take that away from her. Not at all. Then we go to commercial and we come back. And Tasha, Spencer, Joe, Sierra, and Abby, they're eating. They're watching the locals perform, which is really, that that was pretty good. I would really enjoy that, getting to see that. Um, the I would have enjoyed watching two chickens uh, <laughs> eat as long as they were had given me food and I was dry. And they had blankets yeah. and stuff. But then we see Sierra... It's the first time you see her kind of break down. She does this. She sees a little boy who reminds her of her son, and she starts to cry. She yep. misses her kids and her husband. But immediately, she goes right back into game mode, and she wants to get rid of Steven, um, which is kind of unbelievable to me. It's like we talked about a little bit about the voting blocks and stuff. Um, he saved her last time. The Witch's Coven. Well, like we talked about, the voting block dynamic is such that after every tribal council, if there's a new there's a, there's new alliances that that aren't necessarily based on old alliances. Everything everything is everything starts over. I don't think they get in new alliances, do they? I don't think it's new alliances. You're right. I think they go back and say they're in the same alliance. It's just the alliance has nothing to do with voting anymore. Yeah, alliance is the wrong word. It's a new. Uh, it's a voting block. You, you start on a new voting block. You start getting votes for the next tribal council after the last tribal council. Yeah, I don't. And really, it's not even established that soon. It's it's usually in a. It's a very uh, fluid thing. It's in a state of flux until it kind of coalesces just before tribal council. Yeah. They yeah. decide. They decide who who they're getting rid of, uh, and not not very far away from tribal council. It's it's a it's a different spin on the game, and it's it's really interesting to watch. But it uh, makes it makes for some you know pretty nervous nervous people. Yeah, but let me ask you then, what's the point of the alliances at all? 
That's Why a good, even pretend? Well, I, I think they're going through the survivor motions because all of these are second-time players, so they they're all following you know survivor established doctrine. They or so they think, but then this thing has um, has occurred. This this uh, this phenomena known as as voting, voting blocks, blocks, and it's just uh, kind of um, repeating itself each time. Yeah. 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 I mean, it obviously is. I just guess my my question would be, what's the point of an alliance? Is it so you can have a buddy back at camp to to sit uh, close to when it's raining and you're getting wet? I mean, I, think I don't understand the point of it. Muscle memory, familiar familiarity of of the game and the way we're supposed to play it, and then it's yeah. just it's not working out that way. I no, think. it's not, and it's just destroying trust with everybody, and it makes it harder for for me to like people. If I say, like Jeremy, for example, I have loved Jeremy from the beginning, and I and now I'm annoyed with Jeremy. Speaking of playing a good game, Jeremy, if you notice, his name's not coming up anywhere, but and he is playing a fantastic I game. I don't know if he is. I, I don't, think he is. Okay, tell me why then. His name's not coming up. Then Abby is playing a good game. Nope. Many people's names don't come up. Keith's name hasn't came up. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times people's names don't come up. I don't. I don't understand this play anyway. I Keith do not... and Abby. Let me point this out to you. Keith and Abby aren't involved in any kind of uh, strategy or architecture of any kind of specific um, uh, targeting of others. Keith and Abby are just people that they're going to inform, hey, we're going to do this, hey, we're going to do that, hey, we're going to do this, and they say, okay, okay, okay. Or in Abby's case, I don't know if I want to, I have a decision to make. And, of course, you know, she nobody knows what she's going to do until the very end because she's so unpredictable. But my point is, Jeremy is busily arranging these um, these outcomes. He's involved in the planning and the architecture and the strategy and the... Um, the forming of these um, of, of these plans to get rid of people. He's he's involved. He's he's a main player. Okay, then why wouldn't his name come up? That's, that's a great. That's why I'm talking about. That's what I'm. That's what I mean. He he's playing a great game because he's involved in in the front. He's on the um, the the committee of what we're going to do this travel council almost every time, and his name's not. I know, but see, I don't think that's saying as much about Jeremy's game, this is my point, as it is about how ridiculous everybody else lets everybody dictate stuff and don't hold their feet to the fire when they do. It's really uh, frustrating to me. Not that I want to see Jeremy go home or anything like that, but I just don't understand why the witches' coven got to decide time and time and time again who was going to go home when they were the bottom three. Well, I just don't understand how these get together and these groups are voting this stuff, these people out. It makes no logical sense to me. Jeremy was a stand-up guy from the get-go. Now Jeremy doesn't look like a stand-up guy. Love you, Jeremy. He doesn't look like a stand-up guy. Because I have three words for you. You know what those three words are? What? Outwit. Outlast, outplay. Don't. That's fine, and they're going to vote the way they vote, and I know we don't see everything, but I'm not going to understand why they let whoever dictate. It's like, you know. Well, it's playing itself out over and over again. I know. So there's something to it. Numbers. Have they ever heard of Custer? I mean, sometimes you have to have numbers 
and but they have the numbers, well, that, but they don't do it. Well, they're going back to that, but they're they're just they're just reforming their numbers after every well, tribal. I don't understand it. I don't understand. <clears throat> and that's okay. Many times, why they vote the way they do, and it's like they pretend like they're voting for the good of the tribe. Well, let's get rid of Joe because Joe wins all the immunities or what but really and truly every one of them there i think is voting for what's good for them yeah and they had a chance to get rid of joe at the very last last one this uh this two-hour episode had two tribals at the second tribal they had a chance and did not take it and i think joe was probably as surprised as anybody yeah i think so too but sierra wants to get rid of steven she wants to see fishbot go home which is unbelievable and the most disloyal thing i've seen because he just saved them last time he just saved the wishes we've talked about this before with you know princess sierra she um She's the the poster child for disloyal. No. She's the girl who voted her mother out. But they don't even call them the witches' coven anymore. But I shall continue as long as well. They're down to two. Wentworth, now. that's okay. Not yet. As long as Wentworth and Abby and Sierra, and then without Sierra, they're still the witches' coven. But anyway, Joe agrees. He wants to get rid of Fishbach. There's there's some kind of animosity between Joe and Fishbach, too. I mean, there has been from the get-go, which is so funny, because they are such uneven players, meaning Fishbach is very smart and very, you know, I mean, he's like calculating percentages on everything he does, and Joe is like this physical threat, and... um it's so funny how they, for whatever reason, dislike one. I mean, another. a fishbox, obviously, I mean, you don't think fishbox, I mean, not being able to, to use the machete as they landed on the beach would would not, uh, I mean, not want, he, and he even mentioned he wasn't as physical as the other guys. He felt, he felt um, um, inadequate. Then why would Joe dislike fishbox? Because fishbox's hate for him is so obvious. Okay, that's fair, I guess. Back at the camp, we have Keith, Jeremy, Wentworth, Fishbach, and hates Kenny. A little, hates a little strong word. I would say dislike. Fishbach's dislike for Joe is, is so obvious. But okay. continue. Yeah. They all want to get rid of Joe. They don't like how he manhandled the girls in the challenge, and they bring that up. Um, Fishbach's saying how he thinks he's now in a great position. And then... Uh, it goes to nighttime, and the rain isn't letting up at all. And this is where we have Fishbach, and he is miserable. And you have to feel bad for him. He has severe gastrointestinal distress. Distress. Um, that's pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, that can you imagine? No. And then we go to the immunity challenge. They have to take a black rock and a white rock. <clears throat> it's kind of like the Matrix. No, it's yeah, not. No? No. They don't have to swallow the rock? No, no, okay. well, no. And they're told that they'll do something with it later. But then he goes into what they're going to be doing. They're going to be balancing on one foot on a pole, essentially, <laughs> while holding a ball against an overhead board with a roller baton thingy. And then releasing ang- angry Africanized bees. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, that's, that's it's pretty elaborate. This um, is pretty, yeah. that, that would be hard. But then Jeff goes into the rocks. Uh, you'll you can improve your shelter. They're gonna they get a construction crew back at the site to waterproof their shelter, make it big, put the fire in the middle of it, and all that. If five of them will give up their shot for immunity, and all of them except for Joe 
and Keith give up. And Keith can't believe when they everybody showed their rocks. He goes, he can't believe. Bad yeah, yeah golly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I was surprised that it was Joe and Keith. I wasn't surprised it was Joe because no, Joe, no. And, and and rightly so, Joe knows everybody's coming after him. Right. But I, I, what I am surprised about, and you and I have talked about this, is why don't they improve their shelter? You think they're prohibited? They can only get like a certain shelter put together, and then the the production crew stops them from improving their shelter because they're usually no. all laying around in hammocks and they've got their thumb up their butt most of the time, and they could be building, you know, adding to their shelter, making their living conditions. You know, they're all stacked in there. They could have, you know, a big, big, much larger shelter. They could, right, and they wouldn't necessarily be able to waterproof it or whatever. No, but they, no, but could, they could continue to improve upon it. And make it bigger, I mean. Bigger, uh, walls maybe, put a door on it. I don't think they let them do that. My, my guess, because they never even attempt that. My guess is they can't do walls or a door because they have to have it where they can film the people all the time. That'd be my guess. Well, no, that's their problem. Put some cameras on the inside. I mean, But, well, it'd be dark. But um, they could certainly make it bigger and everything else. I don't know why they don't. And just add stuff to the top yeah, of it. Make I a bigger either. roof, a yeah. better roof on it and stuff. Make, you know, make a shelter for your fire or bring the fire. I mean, something because it's just like this constant. Uh, I, I don't understand that either. Yeah, I agree with you. But uh, the immunity challenges between Joe and Keith and... Joe wins. Yeah. But, I mean, Keith... Keith man, hangs in there. On those, uh, anything to do with feet, Keith is good at. Keith is... Keith has is, monkey feet. He is impressive. He's impressive yeah. with, uh, like, yoga-type moves and stuff. I mean, Keith's not the youngest player out there. No. And he just doesn't picture, or I just don't picture him being this real zen yoga master, but... Well, he's got all this... Uh, stamina, this balance stamina. Which is impressive. You I know. Wouldn't, if you lined up everybody there, if they lined up all the Survivor players, I, I, Keith would not be in the top five of my picks. Well, for all we know, that. while he's out duck hunting in Louisiana, he's probably out there doing yoga in the woods. And uh, He may be. He may be. You're impressive, Keith. Seriously, that's impressive. We love you anyway because you're from Louisiana. Okay, what would you have done? In that situation, would you have done the immunity, or would you have, or done the immunity challenge, or would you have given it up for the shelter? It depends on which way the wind was blowing. Like a lot of those people, it was a no-brainer. They knew they were in the, or they felt like they were in the planning of the. Uh, but the, we just said the there's no such thing. No I know, such thing I know, but, but but you have it's just whatever in your whatever. mind. You know, I'm at risk or I'm not at risk. Yeah, and, yeah. All of this, I gave it up. Because it was for the good of everybody. Sorry, but that's I don't believe that for a second. Do you? Uh, that they gave it up for the good no, of everybody else? No, of course not. No, they're, they're out there competing. This is an individual competition. This is not a team competition. So what would you have done? I would have... Uh, would you have played? Well, it depends on how, what, how I felt. Really? Yeah. How I felt at that time. If if I knew everybody was after me, I wouldn't have given it up. Well, if see, I felt I, well, right, like, like you know, Joe. they're they're probably not after me this time. But they weren't after Keith. Nobody's ever been after Keith. No, Keith but he wants he play. wanted to compete. He wanted to compete. Yeah, yeah, he's a competitor for yeah. sure. I don't know. Um, then we go to commercial. We come back. They get back to camp, and the shelter is amazing. I think the shelter is going to be like what. 
the survivors from now on strive for. And if they don't, then I don't understand why. It's got not only the bed area, which is covered, but then it continues to go up into a peak and then come down on the other side and there's plenty of like dry space that's not the bed area. They've got chairs and their chairs are in there, all the stuff. You can hang stuff in there to keep stuff dry. Of course, it's waterproof. And yeah, it's got a breakfast nook and a screened-in porch. It does, and, yeah, and almost. It's those two walk-in closets. I mean, you can't beat that. No, nope, it's yeah. pretty good. Pretty good. They've even got the fire in the middle of the shelter. Yeah. So they'll be able to eat and stay dry yeah. and everything, no matter what the rain is. I think and they felt sorry for them because they were... Well, that was pretty yeah. bad. I mean, you know... Literally. I wonder how much of this stuff's improvised. I mean, I bet you when they started this this show, they didn't plan on doing that particular offering. They probably saw how wet and demoralized and, and miserable everybody was getting, and their feet were all... And they probably just said, hey, let's let's... Let's come up with some way. Well, I don't know if you remember or not, but I remember years ago, years and years and years ago, they didn't give them food at all. I mean, they didn't give them anything. And now I think they give them like rice and Yeah, they give them a bag of rice. Because um, one of the girls, and I can't remember her name, but one of the girls who played, I saw her afterward talking about it, and her hair had almost fallen out. Because, I mean, she said that she literally would, like, reach up and chunks of her hair would come out because she was, she's a little girl anyway. They put these really skinny young girls on there. Camerati girls. Yeah, yeah, they definitely are. She was, she definitely was. But, but she said that her hair, she, I mean, it was that bad. And this is a game show, and I know it's for a lot of money and everything, but, I mean, if it's really going to wreck your physical health, the physical health of these people, that, that's another thing. But but now they they do it differently. They do make sure that they're not. And back then, I don't think they had a lot of reward challenges, even with food and stuff. I was thinking as we yeah, were watching it they, today. I don't think they did either. It, it would be cool to go back and watch an older, like a second season or whatever of Survivor and see how elaborate the challenges are and stuff like that. Because I don't think the challenges were like that either, these elaborate challenges and stuff that they have so yeah i mean i'm sure a lot of stuff's changed they also had tea and coffee and cookies in camp when they went back so they were all sitting around in their nice redid shelter with hot coffee yep and tea hot tea and cookies and this is where fishbach he is gunning for sierra and abby is calling stephen fishbach poopy pants and that's not nice abby that's not oh, nice. that's i don't i have no problem with that you don't no sierra says that she and wentworth are going to write down kimmy in case fishbach has an idol and tasha is the only one that i can see who can see through who's running this show and she calls sierra out on it she wonders why she she says she does it like the godfather yeah, I yeah. mean, you know, Sierra just mentions a name. Yeah. Everybody goes along with it, and it's exactly what I've said. Tasha, I'm with you. I don't get this. Uh, but Tasha thinks because of this that Sierra is the biggest threat. And whoever can name a name and everybody falls all over themselves, that's a pretty big threat, I think. Joe says that Fishbach and Sierra need to go. Sierra because she's a liar, and Fishbach because he has the advantage. But we know Joe just... Wants to get rid of Fishbach anyway. 
Yeah. Jeremy doesn't want to see Fishbot go home, and he talks for him to anyone that will listen. Jeremy is really pulling for him. I never really understood that. I think he just felt like Fishbot was on his side. He explained it. He were he was using him as a shield, because once Fishback is gone, the closer he could take an unpopular Fishbot with him in the game, the longer. Uh, it's it's like uh, running through a gauntlet and having somebody shooting at you, and you've got somebody by your side, or you're the only one running through the gauntlet. So he felt like Fishbach. He felt like they would get rid of Fishbach before they got rid of him. That's what he was thinking. And he said his words. He was use. He wanted to be able to use Fishbach as a shield for a little bit longer. Yeah, I mean, I n- I never saw the the. Uh camaraderie between the two. Well, no, no, it was a it was a um, strategic. Sure. Yeah, it was a it was a, a relationship of necessity. It wasn't uh, on for Jeremy's sake, but of course now when Jeremy gets to tribal council and, and and he knows what's happening, he plays that idol for Fishbach. That's a big huge huge um Huge move. Yeah, and, but I mean this is like number 2 for Jeremy now. Jeremy and Stephen Went with the witches' coven last time, and now we're at tribal council. And Jeff's saying that if Keith doesn't go home, that one of the eight that voted to give up their power for the greater good will go home. So you would think tonight maybe Keith, because Keith played and didn't win. Um, but I mean, it's just like I don't know. Yeah, they don't give any no, any consideration. No, it's to like that. nothing matters. Nothing at all matters. Someone uh, may have paid a million dollars for that shelter. It's what somebody says because one of the people who didn't play right. is going to go home. And then Jeremy plays that idol for Fishbach. And, of course, Fishbach is, is uh, in love with Jeremy from there well, on out. Who wouldn't be? Yeah. I mean, you know, Fishbach, first of all, he's very smart. And for him to have been blindsided like that anyway and not known that he was going to go home, I think, shook him. Plus, he's physically he's having a hard time of it. Emotionally, he's having a hard time. And, um, but it was, it, that was one of the more startling moves I've ever seen. You don't see people play their idol for other people very often. Not much. And particularly not unless it's like your good friend that you just don't want to be there without. But Jeremy, I mean, this is the second time in a row that he has, like, went against everybody else and what everybody else wanted. Because it's, it's in his best interest. Yeah. But, I mean, I can't believe that that kind of stuff's not coming back on him, is my point. It doesn't even come back on him. Whatever he does is just like, okay, you know, and then start with a clean slate as soon as they get back to camp. And it's just the weirdest way I've ever seen him play. But Fishbox, super grateful. Um and Sierra sees that it's probably her, and it is, and she leaves, and she's saying how she got people to play the game harder than they would have played if she hadn't been there, and she's still kind of like tooting her horn there at the end of it, but I find myself feeling bad for people when they leave. Do you? In some cases. Even Sierra. I felt bad for Sierra. She turned around, she's kind to everybody and she uh was very gracious in her exit much more gracious than Cass and she um um played a I thought she she was playing a good game she did she played she was playing a hard uh, she was she was always playing the game 
she came out there to play the game, and she played the game well. She did. She just, I mean, she was so hard to like. I mean, she was so difficult to like. Based on the footage they were showing us, you know, there could have been, um, it could have been different if if they had shown us different footage, I think. I think that's always the case. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, things can definitely be twisted. Well, then we go into part two. This is the second show, and Fishbot feels an incredible loyalty to Jeremy due to what he did for him. Jeremy says that no one else trusts Fishback, and Jeremy's worried about being the target based on what he did, and um, we've already kind of discussed that today. I thought would think he would be, and I don't know why he wasn't. This move has made Spencer now... Nervous. Yeah, he doesn't trust Jeremy. He feels Jeremy. like he's being lied to. Well, when he was. I mean, he didn't... He he was. Jeremy didn't tell him what so he was he talks about do. starting a new alliance with new members. Right. He's like, if anybody's willing to jump ship, I may have to jump ship with them because... Yeah, but what I mean, ship, like you said? Well, there you it's go. A, a different, different dynamic every time. Different. Then we have the commercial, and we come back, and... After Fishbox sleeps on it, he's feeling bad because he thought he was reading everyone well, and he realizes he wasn't, and his feet are wet, and they're chafed, and they're swollen, and he's just having a really hard time. He can barely even walk well on his feet, but then we go to the reward challenge. One person is going to win. They're going to be taken to a resort, and they're going to get to eat and all that. And the challenge is a folklore challenge. Jeff. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and they're in the middle of it. Fishback and Abby come running up to the same um, this on the same question, and Fishback tells Abby which one to get. It's the wrong one. He didn't tell <laughs> Since her. He just points to it. He didn't. He lifted the lid on it. Right. Like he she, was going to yeah. get it, and she just grabbed one out and, and ran she by. took off. It yeah. was the wrong one. And he said that he lifted the other. <laughs> and Spencer, I love that. That, that was a oh, that's, that's, that, that was, was hilarious. Move. I don't even know if she read what it said. I'm surprised she, she didn't claw his eyes out right after the right after she found out it didn't fit. I don't know that she she probably thought he took the same one. It was like he was offering it to her. It was like he was guiding her. Right. I, she would have had to have known. She would have had to have watched him to make sure that he didn't dupe her. I don't think she knew. I think that's great. That's my favorite fish. Well, Spencer was doing great in this. In this challenge, too, but Fishbuck won by seconds. They yeah. both had them. He got his open and hung it literally seconds. And then he gets to pick two people. That's That was... Well, uh, first it's one person. And I know. He takes I know. Over Jeremy. Over Jeremy, who just pulled his fat out of the fire. I mean, just. And Tasha is for damage control. Yeah, what, that's, what sense does that make? He should have. He should have. That choice would have easily. I mean, easily if they wouldn't have let him take an an extra person. Guess what? It's just him and Tasha. And then, I mean that that was that was just not very. After what Jeremy did, not very I smart. Understand, I didn't yeah. understand that at all. And the the whole tr- uh, tribe doesn't understand. Right. That well, nobody understands either. it. I don't think. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe. You know, somebody who understands advanced calculus might understand it, but well, that's why the, Fishbach understood. That's why Fishbach understood. Even even his fellow nerd didn't understand it, though. Spencer's talking about mm-hmm. it. It didn't make any sense to me, but what do what? I know? I don't know anything in this this game, this episode. But Wentworth finds an idle clue in one of the little packages that she opens up, and what we found out is that there's an idol 
In the underneath middle their bed. of their bed underneath. Right. So she has she's to wait got to figure out a way to get that. Everybody's gone. And then Abby, of all people, wants to hang around camp, you know. Yep. And then Abby finally leaves, and Wentworth gets that thing just with seconds to spare. Everybody well, comes back at the same time. Fishbach, Jeremy, and Tasha are at the resort, so they're gone. And um, Fishbach says that Tasha wrote his name down, and that's why he wants to get things right with her, which just makes no sense at all. And he tells them the advantage he's got. Um but then back at the camp, like what you were talking about, that that's going on over there. And back at the camp, uh, they're talking about getting rid of, you know, there's the majority of them there, and they want to get rid of Fishbach, Spencer specifically. And Abby wants to get Joe uh, to let her win the challenge this time. Yeah. And what? And Joe assumes he's going to win, like everybody else and says, uh, no. Well, he's not going to let her win. What sense does that make? And why would everybody else let her win, even if he let her win? And uh, she she says um, she doesn't know if she'll go along with him or not because Joe's sketchy. Because he doesn't want to let her win. I don't understand. Abby was really, really paranoid in this. Um. But then we see Wentworth trying to get to the idol that's in the middle. And finally, Abby goes to the hammock, but it's just right there. I mean, the hammock's literally, if they're showing it like it is, it's just right there. But Wentworth gets it. And, um, yeah, we put down that now she has two idols, but I don't know. Yeah, I think we were were forgetting, but she, she did play one. Well, then we come back, and it's an immunity challenge, and this is the puzzle thing with the feet. You have to pick up the puzzle pieces, the little blocks, and stack them, and you can only use your feet. And Spencer, of all people, wins. Spencer wins, yeah. Uh, Joe is really close, but Keith? Keith was very Keith, impressive. Keith, I'm telling you, Keith's got monkey feet. It was pretty good, but Spencer wins, and so we're worried that Joe's in trouble now. So, back at the camp, Fishbach is talking about Joe being vulnerable for the first time ever. And, really, we love Joe. Joe is one of our top people. But, wouldn't you have thought, since he finally didn't win, he won, what, four in a row? They would get rid of him, yep. And they didn't. I did, too. I thought he would, too. But, Fishbach's saying that now is their shot to get rid of Joe. He's talking to everyone and says, uh, Joe, to everyone but Joe. To Joe, he says Abby. And, man, as soon as you say Abby's name, I mean, even as a diversion. She can be on the other side of the island and her her hackles go up. And then there's some talk about blindsiding Fishbach. And Abby says Joe is shady because he's talking to Fishbach and Abby wants... Abby talks to Wentworth and freaks out on her and doesn't trust Kelly now. She is so hard to deal with. And she's paranoid. And she's like, well, if it's me, I'm ready to go. And she's sarcastic. She's talking to Spencer. And Spencer says, you just don't seem happy. And she goes, are you okay? Are you okay? I mean, I I, I couldn't. She's hard to deal with. You'd be stuck there trying to appease her. So she didn't just totally blow their... She's the the linchpin of their whole plan. If she goes along with it, it's going to go the way they want. If she doesn't, 
It's not. And she's there saying, I have some decisions to make. I don't know what I'm going to do. I know. But and Stephen's, I mean, Spencer's telling her, if you will vote for Fishbox, that's the way it's going to go. It's going to be him. And she's saying she doesn't know what she's going to do. I mean, this is like the the decision that they came up with the day before at when when they were sitting in camp when everybody was when the other guys were gone this is their plan and in spite of everybody trying to reassure her she won't listen to any of them no she thinks it's her i mean every time she thinks it's her and it was just it was insane but with fishbox um advantage and with the idols in play, and with how they have to divide the votes in case somebody has an idol, and with Abby being a wild card in this and every situation, that was, we watched this twice, and I finally kind of got it the second time. The first time I watched it, that was the most confusing. I couldn't even imagine what was going to happen at Tribal Council. Oh, I had no idea. It was just, it wasn't between one one or two people, it was between anybody because you never knew who was going to play what and how it was going to work out. It was very complicated. Fishbach uses his advantage to no avail. Right. Right. He does his steal a vote and he takes Joe's vote. And Joe was just like, now, Stephen knew about it. I mean, Spencer knew about it because, remember, Fishbach had just told Spencer. And, um... Joe thought that was it for him. Yeah. Well, Joe thought it was it for him before even, I think, Fishbach took his vote. But after Fishbach took his vote, that was just, you mm -hmm. know, that was bad. But Fishbach, when he's, he cast his vote for Abby, which I don't even really understand, except that they're dividing the votes in case Joe has an idol, Right. And then he cast Joe's vote for Joe as a smart ass. That's not nice. And then wants to marinate in it. I know. So he yeah, got he plenty of time to marinate after they yeah. voted him off. But it's Fishbach and it's a blind side. But there again, he is amazingly gracious. Yeah, he is. He said good good job. You know, he was he was just as impressed with the uh the strategy as he would have been if he were just watching at home on television. Yeah. Yeah, he. I'm, I mean, he took himself totally out of the equation personally, and looking looking at it, decided it was uh, really interesting the way they did that. And yeah, I, he says great job on the blind side, which is really a nice thing. But, um, so I always feel like I don't know. Hasn't this been a episode? Hasn't this been a season of blind sides? Though? That's all it's been. Just blind side, blind all side, blind been. side. There's nobody who's expected to go home who's mm -hmm. going home. But something's wrong with me lately because I didn't want Fishbach to win. But then when he was sent home, it messed me up. You know, I didn't like it because, I mean, this guy, he played with heart, right? you got to give him that. And he loved the game, and he was so emotional about it all, and that means something. You know, I mean, he really loved this, and he probably honestly played the best he could socially and everything else. I'll tell you who it messed up. It messed Jeremy up. That's who it messed up. Because Jeremy's shield is now gone. 
And Jeremy. I never understood that anyway. I think that was some kind of mental shield for Jeremy. Anyway. No, no. But we'll you, see. They were talking about Fishbach, talking about Fishbach, and as long as they're talking about somebody else, they're not talking about you, and that was Jeremy's idea. I know, but we still have Joe that they talk about, Abby, whose name gets written down plus, almost every time. Plus, um, Jeremy also made a point to mention that he knew he could trust Fishback. He goes, I guess it really comes down to who you can trust in this game. And so he he's, he just kind of threw his idol away. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, and he did. But in all fairness, and I'm a Jeremy fan, Jeremy doesn't deserve it because he's not been trustworthy. Who is trustworthy? Well, outwit, outlast, outplay. But Six you words. just said that Jeremy said he could trust Fishback. And that's why he didn't want him to go. They're just making speeches and grandstanding. You, I mean, that's the that's theater. Yeah, I don't I I don't know how we're playing, but it, it it is good TV. It's really good, good TV. But next week, um, the somebody gets hit family in the head with comes. A... We see that their family mm -hmm. comes to him. Yeah, and somebody looks like they're pretty hurt. I hope not. And you and I deduced, you know. Spoiler, if you don't want to hear this, it's just our deduction, but you might want to Keith or, or, or Spencer. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure it's Keith, aren't you? I don't know. No? It's Keith or Spencer. Why not Joe? Um, I don't know. Okay. I don't picture Joe as having dirt under his fingernails, and they showed the close-up of the hand. I think Joe probably has dirt, you think dirt under his fingernails. You think Joe's I think everybody has dirt under their fingernails, but I don't know. I don't know. Well, I saw a callus. I don't picture Joe or Spencer with calluses. <laughs> I, only picture, I only picture Keith with yeah, calluses. Yeah, well, right, right. The callus made me think of Keith, too, yeah. in all honesty. Because, yeah, I mean, you know, Keith's working man. We hope you'll connect with us here at Tribal Rant and become part of our The Tribe Has Spoken podcast. My Twitter is at Michelle from TN, and Mike and I are sharing that for the moment. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash tribal rant. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn, so subscribe to us and don't miss out. Please like us and rate us if you like what we're doing. And, of course, all this information is on tribalrant.com where you can email us or leave us a message. We really appreciate the feedback. So, if you don't have anything else. I don't have anything else. Double week. That was a lot of information. It was, a lot, very, very good. Well, very, then we'll see you next week. Really good hour-long episode. Two-hour-long. Yeah, uh, Two-hour-long episode. Episode, yeah. Really Remember? good. Yeah. I slept for an hour. Okay. All right, we'll see you next time.